0: Welcome to another fun pat thrill-filled edition of Nice Things. Nice
1: Things. Ooh. The antidote to modern living. And Joining me, Sir Michael Livesley, this week we have... Paul Carmichael is now appearing at the Folly Beigeur. The Folly Beigeur? Yes, I think Why's so. Why's that? Well, I, I watched... Do you remember a series called Bluebell? Does that ring a bell? Gee, yeah. Car- um... Carolyn Pickles. Um, starring as a girl who was dancing at the Folly Beigeur. Uh, during World War Two. God, it- what year was that? 86, maybe? Something like that. I just- so, yeah, it's in the dim and distant. Was that an afternoon job? No, no, that was, I think, Sunday night's BBC One. I think. BBC One? I think, I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Sort of like that smeary video look. It was. It was very smeary. I think they smeared it up a bit extra. <laughs> smeary up. Just- Smear it up, lovely. Smear so, it up. Yeah. Right up. Smear so, me but,
0: smear me bluebell <laughs> up, would you dear? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right,
1: come on. Think, yes. Um so yeah, so I was watching an episode of that. I basically that was it. That's and the that, end was you. Of that story. That was me. I was You're thinking off. Well, do you know what? No, because I remember I'm looking forward to um the very end. Oh, he's now going. Then. Well, he's now, Here's going. an interesting thing for viewers. You may notice we've got some interference from the VHS age. On, this is uh, like K9
0: and Company uh, on the initial is.
1: transmission. Has Weather Hill gone down? Yeah, the Winter Hill transmitter is Winter playing Hill. up I that. Winter I always Oh, don't worry, Ian. Worst things happen. So what we could do, I suppose, is we could replace this with a test card, couldn't we? <laughs> or just amuse ourselves with your jive bunny stroke Max Headroom routine. Or, or we could do that until this comes back in. If it was like a telly, then hitting it would make a difference. Oh, dear. No, I'm not hitting it again. Bloody thing won't work. <laughs> <laughs> well, you enjoy the test card. Um, All right, I'll shove the... T- oh, you're back. You're back. Oh, well, there we go go. No, right. you're back from Paris. There we go. So, But anyway, in the last episode of Bluebell, of hmm. course, they do a thing, which uh, they do in Secret Army as well, which is how do you deal with the collaborators, all the French ladies who've slept with um Well, they with shared their heads in real life, didn't they? Which is what they did. Now then, That's I had right. no idea that that was a thing. I think I was, what, 10, 11, something like that. Have you never seen out. the photographs? Oh, no. Well, no, I don't think I have. Oh, oh no, I have. Shock him. Back of a truck. All sorts. There's tons of them. Tons now, of them. I, I do There's probably film of it, actually. There probably is. But no. Um. Yes, I, I remember the last episode sticks in my head because one of them's been dumped for collaborating, and they're about to shave her head, and she just there and goes "I knew you, bastards We'll get round to this, so I saved you the trouble, and rips it off, and it's a wig, and she's bald underneath. Um. That was one of the best things i'd ever seen on television partly because she said bastards and i love that word oh so you remember it from back then oh yeah i remember it from back then so i'm yes i'm starting to enjoy it again yes yes it's a strange one that isn't it i
0: mean occupied country doing what you have to do to survive i mean it's sort of through the prism of history Oh, yeah. he's off. Max is back. There we go. Cue the cure <laughs> test card. <laughs> you know, viewed from the prism of history, obviously we can see, you know, how evil and hideous the Nazis were. Mm. Um, But when you sort of, I suppose, trying to just get through day to day. That's oh, so good, that. It's good, isn't it? It's, it's, it's a very good video effects. <laughs> It's just the, the, the sort of go with the vape and the puff of... It's brilliant, man. The, the,
1: brilliant. the sticking the vape in my mouth repeatedly is rather <laughs> erotically charged, isn't it? It just looks like you look all the time, that. Uh, That's true enough, yeah. So how would you cope? <laughs> it's like Stock Aiken and Waterman video. <laughs> but Right, no, how would you cope? How would you cope um, if, if that had happened? I don't uh, know,
0: mate. Oh really? I I would... don't know. I mean, I like to think that I'd been I would have been part of the resistance. Do you know what mm. I mean? Mm. That's what I like to think. However, mm. however,
1: you, however, know, you might have knows? been who on knows? your back saying ten francs, Monsieur. Well, yeah, quite possible. I mean, I, I don't know. I like no. to
0: think I would have done all the things that all the people we now regard as heroes would have done. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I like to think that I would have done.
1: But yes.
0: I don't know. I don't no, know. I mean, a...
1: do you know? Can you honestly say you know you'd be a hero? Oh, good God, absolutely not. No. I have no idea. I mean, I like to think I would be terribly secret army about it all, but I suspect I'd be much more a lower low, really. Um, That's the sort of war I prefer to think of. What, a lower low? Yes. Yeah. is where nobody got shot ever.
0: Well, no, apart from Rene's twin brother or whatever it was. Rene got shot in his twist? twin brother.
1: Yeah, that came in. That um, twist. And the last line of that series, as he was lying there, having been shot, was "I'll say this. I will say this only once. My bum is on a thistle." Which was <laughs> <laughs> end of series. Wonderful. Oh, I uh, love that. Ah, uh, yes. Hello, hello. Well, tonight is yes. uh,
0: the Hancock's in color, isn't it? That's that's going to be on
1: eight o'clock, two-hour documentary, and then uh, the Looking Hancock's in color. It. Yeah, lovely uh, Clayton Hickman um, of Twitter has uh, been painstakingly restoring them. I don't. I, I think what's happened, um, and he'd be welcome to correct us if he hears this, I think what's happened is Clayton Hickman has done an awful lot of keyframes. Um, and then other people have done things around there. But I know that he was working on it throughout the summer, sweating. Remember the heat mm. we had in summer? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he, come November, when it was suddenly that ghastly cold, he was still doing it even then. So this is a, a big project. But... From what I understand, it looks remarkable. I've not seen any clips or anything I, I, yet. Well, I,
0: I've not, they don't appear to have put any out. There was a feature on Newsnight last night. I haven't seen it. Oh, oh no,
1: I haven't seen it. But there was that.
0: a feature on Newsnight about it last night. Obviously not having a TV license, I haven't seen it.
1: Well, good. Um, um, yes. Yeah. Uh, but
0: they used some, what did they call it? Either innovative or something software. Mm. So the the blurb about it is that whatever it is, is kind of quite experimental.
1: I mean, the stills mm. that we've seen look great. They look amazing. Um, have you seen the stills of the credits, the opening credits? Yeah, yeah, credits? yeah.
0: I love the blue Ooh. they've
1: used. Is it the blue? I, no,
0: blues on the uh, tuba player are uh, right, yeah. euphonium, whatever. And yeah. then it's green, isn't it, on the credits?
1: That's right. It's that lovely sort of like dark, 50s-y. murky lime green. Yeah, 50s green. Um, yeah. So I'm looking forward to them. Apparently, they are. Out of all of the Hancock run, the the film recordings of those two episodes are pretty knackered, um, more so than most others. So, mm-hmm. but so that was a big job for them. But they've been vid fired, so they look like video. Yeah, I think it's going to be stunning. Um, uh, I was reading somewhere somebody who has seen them who says, "Does putting them in colour make them any funnier?" Yeah. Bizarrely, it does. So, I don't know how. I am looking forward to them, though. I shall be staying up extra late till 11 o'clock. Well past my bedtime. uh, We will uh, stall the Ovaltine tonight, Sid. We shall. Um, So, yes, but I'm looking forward to that.
0: It depends on your sort of... Your vibe, man. Doesn't Mm -hmm. it, really? As to whether the colour improves it. Because I'm kind of... I don't know, I suppose... suppose it's what i'm used to i don't know till i've seen it i mean anything that as we said previously anything that unlocks the material and Mm. the same with the doctor who stuff or any of it you know yeah anything that unlocks the material for you know younger viewers Mm -hmm. which isn't you know exactly true is it i mean it'll unlock it for all ages
1: but yeah
0: anything that does that
1: cool bring it on absolutely i mean i think what, what I'm looking forwards to is that it might give you that feeling a little bit more as to what it was actually like to be in the studio, to be in Riverside mm. when they shot it. Mm. Um, I think that, that'll be quite special. And of course, they've had to guess a lot of the colours because there's no... Um, uh, black and white. Uh, there's no colour photographs, rather, um, from yeah. the recording. But nevertheless, I imagine uh, they've yeah. done a good job. I know that the, uh, the Drink a Pint of Milk a Day uh, poster is exact because they sourced the original and yeah, yeah. were able to match the colours up. So, yeah, that's tonight. I can't wait to see it. There's some great... Um I
0: found a Twitter account the other day. I'm trying to remember. Oh, man. It's uh, it's the son of a writer on a lot of uh, things like The Professionals and stuff like that. That's Roger Marshall. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, and the stills that... uh, Is it Rodney Marshall? Rodney Marshall, that's it. Yes, yes. yeah, Roger Marshall's son. The Mm. stills that he's putting on there, the colour stuff from the Avengers. Am I correct or am I getting it mixed up with Brian Clemens' son? No, 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 you're getting
1: it. You're quite right here. Oh, man. It's stunning stuff to see those. Mm. Absolutely amazing. All these photos. It's just... Amazing. That's
0: definitely an account worth following. It is. I think just to actually
1: discover that there are still these things appearing. I mean, this week um, I put on on my Twitter um, some photos that were on a a random um, Facebook page for people who live somewhere in Wales. Now, some pictures from uh, from my dad's work when they filmed the Doctor Who there, and it's all these pictures from the Green Death. Oh, they've been robbed them. Everyone's had them then. Oh, yes, absolutely. If you put them out. Absolutely, got them out there, and 200 retweets, everyone's had a look now, but it's also right. because they're in pretty shoddy conditions, so I'm hoping maybe maybe someone would like to try restoring them, that'd be nice. Well you Do only people... need to run it through the AI now, it's, it's it's scary. Oh no, no, a few people have tried that and it comes out looking like a Picasso I'm afraid, I these are knackered, these photos. Yes. So, um, no, apart from that, uh, you, you know, as you pointed out before we started. Yeah, I've got right. That's that's good. I wanted a, to
0: ask you about that sort of uh, head injury. mark of cane yes. that you have.
1: Uh, Go on, what's n- happened? Nothing exciting. Unfortunately, what's happened is I've got a very tense cat. Mm. I, ridiculously tense. He's incredibly camp and very sort of like every he permanently looks shocked you may recall from last week he tried to attack me on nice things yeah that was good that was exciting um uh but he does like his food and he does have a bit of a panic if he's not got food instantly which includes at three o'clock in the morning so he can just you know if if he's not being fed because i happen to be unconscious you get a thock across the head so that's what this is you need to work on it Oh, it works, you know. I dutifully just stood up and wandered to the kitchen without even opening my eyes, fed him, and then the next morning, there's blood all down my face. Didn't oh, like dear. Oh, no. I Didn't
0: thought like you'd that.
1: been involved in some sort of
0: manly pursuits as it's Absolutely the not. No. Good, God, no. no. What I like have. Have you? Oh, yes. What have you been up to? I've got all my coal that I stockpiled. <laughs> yes. And I've bunkered it, and it fits perfectly, it does. and I'm delighted. There I'm absolutely <laughs> delighted. Yes, three hundred quid saved. OCD, completely and utterly calm for the day.
1: That's it lovely. Fit perfectly. It's not very cold at the moment, though, so you must be a bit angry about that if you can't. No, not, a, write not a at fire. all. It will. Uh, it will. Be- oh, it's a fire every night. Oh, okay. Regardless of whether it's needed.
0: Oh yes, yes, yes. You've got to. And that gave me back the cupboard under the stairs. You see, so that was then hoovered out. There were uh, new brackets placed on the wall to Mm. hang my ladders on. I hung a couple more saws. I sorted all my tool uh, shelves out.
1: Oh, I'm delighted. It's great. I don't know why you do this sort of thing when people could do it for you, though. I know we've discussed this before. It's the feeling of competence that a chap needs. Well, yeah, I mean, just you've hung something on a wall. Hmm. It's not. It's not exactly. You know. It's not like grand designs, is it? You've not built your own. Oh house. no, it's nothing like that. It's all about the sort of you understand
0: psychic, psychic geography, right? Yeah. And and so obviously you spend most of your time in your house, so you you kind of you, you know how it works that you map your body out onto your surroundings. Uh-huh. You know, that's uh, what is it called psychotherapy? That's um, how you, you lay your. Uh, your living environment is laid out on your body and it's reflective in that way and you kind of, you feel twinges and stuff if bits and bobs of it are out of whack. I get terribly irritated if I've not hoovered. There you go. There you go. So now, instead of having a room where you can't move for ladders and things like that and saws and coal, mm -hmm. that's all gone. Right? Coal safe. Right? And the ladders and shit are all on the wall so I've got floor space back. You
1: hoover it
0: Ooh, it's quite delightful.
1: So you've got a sort of a DIY under the stirs. Sort of well, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got half of it is sort of shelved, right? And I've got all my sort of, you know, my screws are all sorted and shit like that. Sorry, no. Take take me through that. Your screws are sorted into hmm. different shapes and sizes. Of course, of course.
0: There's no uh, point if I need a sort of five by eighty millimeter uh,
1: screw. You know, how, how and I'm many sort of scr- rooting through. How, how many screws have you got? Because uh, you can't have that many screws that you actually need to I buy separate. boxes of um, 200 from Screwfix. Right. Well, why don't so you just f- keep them in the box? Yeah, I do. Well, they don't need sorting then. Just keep the boxes on the shelf. I should explain that whilst the coal
0: was residing in there, oh, I'd yeah. sort of you know, kind of lunge over the coal and stuff like that and at and, and things <laughs> right. to knock them off the shelf. Right, okay. And then it's like, right, I've managed to grab that and so I could do a, a spot of DIY. And this has I been see. going on for some months. Mm. So the whole place was in a it was in a it was in a right out state, so oh, fair enough, yeah. So now they're all sorted, everything's back in the box. Lovely. I'm not going
1: back in the box. It's all back in the box. So everybody knows who everybody is. Okay, lovely. Yes. And all the screws are now in their little family they units. They are indeed. Lovely. That was a very pleasant endeavour, let me tell you. I, I <laughs> okay. did like Tonight when
0: I'm going to sleep, That I'll be thinking of that, and it'll be like, ah, oh, it's lovely. <laughs> my screws are sorted. My screws are sorted. My drill okay. bits are all done. All uh-huh. my screwdrivers are back in the little boxes, mm-hmm. you know. And, and each shelf is sort of like the bottom. So under the bottom shelf is all the paint right, mm-hmm. that I need. Each room I've got a bit of paint for in case it gets a knock or something like that. Right. <laughs> You're making me feel like I'm a weirdo here. No,
1: no, 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 no. This isn't
0: perfectly normal. Absolutely. The bottom shelf is all tools, my mm-hmm. toolbox and, mm-hmm. and all the other bits and bobs. Then the second shelf is all my decorating stuff, you know, like rollers right. and brushes and dust sheets and mm-hmm. uh, the sander and sanding pads and
1: mm-hmm. all that shit. Mm-hmm. And
0: then the next <laughs> shelf up, Okay. Um, the next shelf-ups are me sort of screws and stuff. That's where they right. live. And no. on that, of course, resides the drill.
1: Okay. Well, drills the, corded,
0: drills. the corded and the cordless. Why don't you just have a cordless one? Because if you're putting shelves up, if you've got the corded one, you've got the power to... Rah- into the wall, right. right? And if I've got the cordless
1: with the drill head bit on it, I don't need to swap drill bits, do I? You get me? No, absolutely. Yeah, no, fair go. enough. No, go. I've got I've got a drawer in the hallway, <laughs> and I just lash it all in there. Well, there you go. Screws in it. No, it's not organised. The screw's in there. I think the drill is in there. I don't know. Might be. I um, yeah, I used to be like you, you know. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, I used to be just like you. And then you've got the diagnosis, and after that, you <laughs> yes. know, I yes, may yes, as well yes, just yes. go with it and That's see That's right.
0: Happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't fight it anymore.
1: No, no, that's fair enough. No. There's no point. But then again, no, I don't fight this. The, the desire to have a clean floor. Absolutely. You know, I exactly. I do get very angry if I haven't hoovered. I got angry about an hour and a half ago because I thought, I'm going to have to record this with you. And I've not done the bloody hoovering. So I was glad mm. we recorded a bit later than we were mm. going to because I've hoovered. Otherwise, I would have been very cross. Because about two weeks ago, I stood on a splinter. Of something. There you, go. there you go, because I hadn't hoovered that night when I was going to. But being a man, and also a coward when it comes to physical pain, mm. naturally I wasn't going to try and take the splinter out. Oh. Because no, because that would oh, hurt. I see. No, so for the Ooh, past... Oh, a good
0: splinter, mate.
1: Oh, absolutely not. Oh, it's brill. Get the needle and the tweezers out. No, right, I don't get this bit about a needle. I remember my mum used to do that. Let's get a needle. Why are you sticking yeah, yeah. a needle in well, it to make it worse? you don't need to. If so if you get
0: one and it's sticking out, that's a piece of piss in it. Right, okay. You just pick it out. But if you get one that's buried in the skin, you have to sort of, you know, cut the skin in
1: order to oh, get to Jesus, it. Oh, Jesus, absolutely not, no. No. Well, you can't leave it, though, because it just gathers. You can, right, because that's what I decided to do. My thought, okay. was, my thought was that probably my body would absorb it. That can happen. Right. So I left it. Now, for the last two weeks, I've been walking around in a lot of pain.
0: <laughs> so like I lost a leg, sir. <laughs> well, there is.
1: A, and I was getting a little concerned because I think um, was it Thursday? Wednesday or Thursday? That no, was Thursday. And I remember, actually, I was talking to you. And mm. I was trying to concentrate on whatever it was. And I was thinking, I'm in an awful lot of pain here. And it feels like my foot's going to burst. Spur um, the needle, spoil the foot. There we go. However, as of yesterday, nothing. Gone, body's Gone. absorbed it. There you we go. Well, there you go. There's a there's a lesson for us all in that story. And we will see that lesson next week when I'm not here because I'm having my leg
0: amputated. Well, that's it, yeah, because uh, you've got some toxin from whatever was in the splinter. Yes, so... I don't know my uh, my mum was very uh, as soon as a splin-
1: splinter went in, it had to come out. Yeah, you know, just... they were like that, weren't they? I think that's the one thing. Where I think I absolutely understand going to accident and emergency, a splinter. Yeah, because no, because <laughs> I can't deal with that. It's little things like that. Ah, no, I can't deal with it. Small cuts. It makes it makes my legs go weird. Gives Small me fi- cuts between the fingers. Oh, no. they knacker them, They're especially horrific. if you squeeze
0: a lemon afterwards. Oh God, no! It no, just no, no, gets no, no in no, there, doesn't it? no, no, no!
1: Yeah, no, I'm not having any of that. No, absolutely not. I'd rather, if I got something like that, I would rather just look the other way. Mm. And if my hand doesn't fall off, I go, there we go. I'll tell you what's bad as well. If you bash a toenail after the bath and it's
0: soft and wet and the whole lot, just like that, squadge. It's just like, oh
1: man. No, that feels like you've lost a foot. That really, mm, yeah. That's probably what it felt like, you know, in the Somme when they got trench (laughs) foot and things like that.
0: I'm similar All right, similar. like that yeah, similar. yeah, yeah. I similar. watched Waterloo last night you wouldn't watch it oh, well, it's absolutely not how long is it? Sam- long oh no it's a very interesting film well it can't be at that length it can't it really all be interesting is. yeah because it starts off you know Napoleon right mm. well I don't know too much about that period of history really not the French bit Napoleon. and so um, he was exiled when they brought Louis the 18th back mm. um and then he came back with a thousand troops, mm. and so Louis the Eighteenth dispatched the French army to meet him, and he got there, <laughs> you know. And the little guy was just like that, walked right up to the front line, and said something, mm. and uh, you know the French army, he was like fire, and none of them would fire. And then they were like, "Hooray, Napoleon's back!" Mm. Ballsy little guy. And the- then, of course, you know, the whole of Europe turned on him, yes, because he was kind of the Putin of his day. Uh-huh. And they
1: all joined forces and uh, had a big battle with him at Waterloo. No. Absolutely. Now, here's the thing. That took you less than a minute to tell me. No, that's there's a fine. There's more to it than that, obviously. Yeah, there is a lot more to it than that. But that's the gist of it. There's some Doesn't... lovely, lovely people you'd like lots in it. I'm sure there is. Has it got, uh, has it got Patrick uh,
0: Wymark? It's got Terence Alexander. Well, I like him. Yeah, yes. he's good. Um, it's got... Well, you wouldn't like Christopher
1: Plummer, I'm guessing. No. Rod Steiger. No. No. Sounds like someone who comes around to fix your boiler. No. Ah, right. (laughs) Rod Steiger fixing your boiler.
0: That's no. He's brilliant in it. Anyway, it's
1: not for you. Absolutely not. I've been watching a lot of films lately. Well, I I know, and I don't understand that. uh, What's? Do you not have comfort things that you go back to time again? Oh, had the ultimate this week. Go i've been saving it up
0: yeah barry linden oh been saving it up oh my
1: oh, god it's okay
0: sumptuous mm.
1: it's wonderful mm. have you ever seen it absolutely not
0: oh what a shame you've never now i seen
1: know it. right i do and i would probably enjoy it because it's kubrick isn't it mm. right
0: yeah and so it's I so would... innovative because he he wanted to film by candlelight mm. And this is why you've got Napoleon in 1970, and you've got Barry Lyndon in 1975. Uh-huh. You know, sort of about a similar period in history, ish, mm. uh, give or take uh, 60 years or so. Mm. Um, but Barry Lyndon, it, it's as the as the reviewer in the Guardian referred to it: every frame is painterly, mm. so every frame looks like a painting of the. It just looks period, totally mm. all of it. And so uh, he wanted to film by candlelight. And what he what he realised was that uh, or someone told him Zeiss had made lenses, um, you know, for NASA to film in space, Mm. and he probably had a few lying round after faking the moon landings. Well, of course, Um, so he could film by candlelight with these lenses.
1: Oh, okay. And it looks just stunning. I mean, absolutely stunning. Is it? I will, I will take that recommendation, Leonard Rossiter. Oh, okay. Right now we're talking about. Captain that time. John Quinn. Oh, okay. and he's an absolute bloody coward. Oh, he's Ross- so good. Rossiter's the best, anyway. Well, Kubrick so I'll give that loved
0: go. Rossiter, didn't he?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. But uh, I'll tell you something that I discovered this week, um, which which I love, um, is that Burgess wasn't keen on Kubrick at all. Right. Really wasn't keen on it. No. On the man or the what he did with his work? Well, both. Um, hmm. But largely, I, the, I think... I knew the latter. I think it's because of the withdrawal of A Clockwork Orange. You know, it was withdrawn from British Distribution uh, in hmm. about, what, 72, 73, and it remained that way till he died in the late 90s, 97, 98. Um, and then um, Burgess wrote the play version of A Clockwork Orange. And right at the end of the play, as it's concluding... <laughs> There's a lovely stage direction, which is a man, comma, Kubrick, comma, walks on with a trumpet. He plays a sumptuous version of singing in the rain. The characters kick him to death. Wow. <laughs> is no that No way, yeah. That's, that's yeah. right on the very last minute of the play. Oh, just that, Oh, I don't but think I you liked it Clockwork Orange is so good. It's a brilliant, beautiful film. And, I don't see how else you could make that book work than the way that it was done. I don't see how you could because it's- It's just stunning. It's a difficult old book. I mean, I love Burgess's work. It's like, um, I think his last piece, his last book was called Byrne, B-Y-R-N-E. And it's, the whole thing is in, it's poetry. It's all rhyming couplets all the way through, but told perfectly and you get so used to that style. But when you look at Clockwork Orange, the book's written in Nadsat, so to be able to translate that and make something visual of it, I think that's you know that's a hell of a skill. I think every scene is iconic. It is. When, when did you, you first? It. When did you first see it? Because it was banned <clears> for so. Well,
0: therein therein lies a story. Ooh, go on. So when I was doing my A levels, they took us for um, a, a day. We went to the Corner House in Manchester to see the uh, Central Station. I think they're called. Mm. exhibition the guys who designed all the Happy Mondays covers and Mm. stuff like that Um, and we went there and then they took us for a wander around Manchester and we went to Affleck's Palace Mm. and in the basement of Affleck's Palace I don't know if you remember this but you could get lots of uh, bootlegs videos records Mm. all that business you know and what they had in there was they had like VHS tapes one was a clockwork orange things like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre Mm. all these films that were banned you could go and buy yeah So, unbeknown to me, well, unbeknown to any of us, one of our party, can't remember his name, he'd been shoving them all down his jacket, right? So he'd nicked himself a clockwork orange and he'd nicked himself all this business. Um, And then as we went out, Affleck's Palace, not being, you know, Tesco or Asda or something like that, there were like a couple of enormous men waiting at the exit of the place. And it was just like, all right, lads, where's the videos? And we were all like that, Mm. I beg your pardon. Mm, yes. And it was just like, you know, um, none of us had anything. And this mm. little guy was, I remember him just being bright red. Like going bright red. Oh. You know, you wouldn't have known apart from him being so red. He was like a pillar box. Because mm. I don't know, what's that mechanism? Embarrassment, isn't it? Calm, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Shame, whatever. Yeah. So he gave himself a Pure guilt. guilt. Yeah. 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 He went... Right, oh, giant Bunny's back okay. Back to the test card the for the moment
1: I love the hand Can <laughs> you see it, yeah I, Yeah, I can see it, it's very strange <laughs> yeah, Get the it's test the card hand. up
0: it's super, no yeah. No, people oh. have got to enjoy this For the pure avant-garde pleasure well, we apologise to
1: any people who have epilepsy watching today's nice things, but Michael Livesley has decided that you must suffer. But do go it's on. It's
0: fucking hilarious. I'm <laughs> sorry, mate. It's, it's brilliant. The it's the hand up and <laughs> the go with the vape and then na- Ah, oh, now the gob's going. <laughs> this is this is so entertaining. Excellent. Um Spike Milligan would have loved this. Um anyway, yeah. So he went bright red and they just went straight in
1: for him uh-huh. and said,
0: Where's the videos? And although he was bright red, he would not admit to anything and oh. in the end he opened his coat and give them all the stuff back oh. and our shooters who were like the most laid-back guys lovely guys you know mm. i still i'm happy to say i'm still friends with them you know yeah um but um dave harrington and uh roger appleton mm. you know they were just like they weren't angry or anything but they were just like oh fucking hell. do you yeah. know what i mean um, you know um yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was, it. so anyway, we got back to college and then within the week it was like, right, let's show you this then. Oh. Here's a clockwork orange. Seeing as you wanted to see it so much, that's, that's what they were like. You know what I mean? That's yeah. no punishment. Here's the film.
1: No, absolutely. And I didn't see it. I saw it in 90, I saw it in 97. But well, the Channel 4 shot. 4 no, no, show. no, 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 no. Um, I saw it. Well, no, hang on. Well, late 96, early 97, it was just before the ban was lifted. And there was a shop in Camden that was selling copies of it. And again, it was one of those shops where you could pick up other things as well. And I was working at Live at the time. And so myself and a few of the lads from Liverpool had gone down for a night out to the Ministry of Sound. Had a jolly few copies. Oh Well, it wasn't quite that. No, we just went in and we bought a few copies. But then the train back to Liverpool wasn't for about another six hours or so. And um, we'd been up all night, so okay, so what's going to happen there? So we went and sat off in a kid's play park for a while, and my mate Brett decided he'd skin up a massive spliff. Fair enough. A couple of minutes later, two chaps are walking past, having a stroll, and one of them looks over, hearing a scouse voice or two, and he comes over and he goes, You're right, lads. And Brett just went, Yeah, mate, just having a spliff. And the bloke went, That's great. Metropolitan police. No! My Did you arse? say, I
0: don't know who this
1: boy is? Oh, it was worse than that. It what? was worse than that. I, oh God, this is embarrassing. I panicked, naturally <laughs> as one would, um, thinking first of all, I've got a plastic bag with a clockwork orange and bad lieutenant. That was banned at the time, uncut and all these Just of things. Just one point
0: for viewers and listeners yeah. who aren't old enough to remember. Yeah. People were getting custodial sentences for like oh. a
1: spliff. Oh yeah, around about this time. Oh, absolutely. But you could also maybe not in London. A, but you could into a lot of trouble for owning Clockwork Orange as well, because of course it All was. All right, okay. It was banned. So uh, anyway, so they immediately start searching everybody, uh, and no. I I willingly sort of parted my arms like Christ, and then I looked at this officer in the eyes and I said, "Do you want me to take my trousers down?" Brilliant. I know. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? He just looked at me and he paused and he went, "No." <laughs> anyway, Brett. I'm got imagining off. Ronald
0: Villiers as the as the um, policeman.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's the sort of thing. Oh, they 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 were old school. Mm. They were old school with the yeah. Cockney accent. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Oh, As far as I was concerned, I was dead. That was it. But oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I was I was fine. Brett, however, had a cavity search. No, not, oh, there yeah. in the park, though, not in the park though. Not in the park. he was hauled down to the station, um, and we we just Touchy made for Euston. Time. Yeah, we just made for Euston. And uh, but have then... you seen Brett since? Um, I haven't uh, seen him <laughs> since about 1998. I have to admit, but uh, so you've lovely. not seen him since that day. Not really. No, no. So he Love, could still be getting searched now. Okay, even now, 20, what, 25 years later? That he might that's st- clockwork orange is up here somewhere, Sarge. Yes, absolutely. So, oh, yeah, but then when I finally saw it, my God. Now mm. there's a film I can watch. You know, there's oh. one of the one of the five films that's worth watching. Beautiful. And Patrick absolutely. McGee in it as well. I mean, he turns up
0: um, in Barry Lyndon. Mm-hmm. He turns out, I think he's the Marquis of uh, Barry Boyle or something like that. A pretend Frenchman mm. in Berlin mm. who um, oh. Lyndon is sent to spy on by the Prussians. Yeah. And he's just like. The voiceover's by Michael Harden as well, in Barry Lyndon. And Harden does this great bit there where he's just like, after four years in captivity, faced with somebody, you know, one of his old countrymen, he did what... Anyway, and he's like, he admits, Lyndon, he's like, look, I'm an Irishman, I'm here to spy on you, and this, that and the other. Mm. And so they form a little alliance then. Oh, it's so good, that film, though, mate. But Patrick McGee. yeah. In the the like white powdered makeup and the wig and all the eighteenth century stuff. He looks like John Cleese now. Which oh, is interesting.
1: That is interesting. It, it doesn't is. isn't McGee in the flip side of Dominic Hyde? Yes. And I think that was just about his last role, wasn't it? I think. I suppose so. I I think think so. As is eight Caroline and, Langriche. Oh. Cool. Yeah. Yes, please. Ugh. Uh. Very happy with that one. But yes, um, yes Now I should give that. So is that your go-to comfort? That's sort of? lovely. I'd save that. Mm. Because you...
0: I, I put it on once, and I was like, not... I just put it on, and I wasn't watching it. And within 10 minutes, I was just into it. It's mm. it's stunning, the period detail. But because it's... It's not just about the period detail. Because it's an examination of class and society and stuff like that. I mean, it, so it's... Um, you know William Makepeace Thackeray; it's a Thackeray mm. novel. Mm. Uh, well, it was sort of written in bits, but then combined as a, a novel. Yeah. So um, it was
1: was it written a bit like Dickens, where you have got you know a yeah, chapter a week? Yeah, that sort of. Yeah, in that way.
0: But as right. you know, uh, Thackeray's big thing is Vanity Fair. Mm. So he's sort of you know his examinations of society and stuff like that. And in Barry Lyndon, uh, or the look of Barry Lyndon, as it was originally, you know, as, as the novel's titled. Mm. Um, it's fantastic. I mean, so it was written in 1844 and set about 80 years previously during the reign of George III. But what Hubert keeps as the film ends is how the book ends. I'll read it to you if you want. I made a note of it. Oh, well, go on. So, it's, so Lyndon comes from, he's sort of, he's part of a noble family, but he's not the main bit. He's just off to the side of it. Do you get mm. what I mean? Yeah, so yeah. the whole thing is about him trying to improve and climb socially. It's not quite the Rakes' progress, but it's it's sort of it's a picaresque novel, so it's that whole business, oh, you know, lovely. series of bits and bobs. Yeah. Anyway, the way it ends, it was in the reign of George. Oh, sorry, George the Second, not George the uh, Third. It was in the reign of George the Second that the above named personages lived and quarrelled, good or bad, handsome or ugly, rich or poor. They are all equal now, because oh, they're all dead. Yeah. What a way to end a book. Oh I love it. What that. a way to end a film. Yeah. Oh they nice. are all equal now. Because if, if when you watch that thing, mm. the 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 sort of the class thing, the social climbing thing, the snobbishness against him because the way it, it's
1: just woven into the film. Mm. It's fantastic. But again. It's it's a very much sort of it's emotions that we can still relate to, of course. Yeah, totally. So you know, it's it's got that lovely connection with us. Mm. Years, hundreds of years later. Yeah, and it was yeah. made in 1975. Before, you know, I know we often say
0: the end of the House of Elliot, or whichever it is in um, 91. Is it? 92. Wherever, 92, 92 yeah. is is sort of the cut off point, but. It is, but the the real cut-off part is
1: like 1975-76. It is. It is, really. Well, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, of course, 1975-76, after that, we get sky-high inflation. And budgets mm-hmm. and TV suddenly drop through the floor. And you couldn't yeah. really see them, you know, in terms of the sets and everything. They stop making that. the Hillman Imp. Oh.
0: Cortina Mark four introduced. Oh, no. Hitchcliffe leaves Doctor Who. There you go. And all Sid of a James sudden, dies. There you go. The last carry-on. It's all there. Harold Wilson resigns. All there. Mm. Uh, in December, you've got, what a fucking rotter. You've got oh. the pistols on Bill Grundy. Mm. You see, it's all the signs are all there. The Likely Lads film is the is the one that perfectly <clears throat> just gets the peak of all that. Wakeman mm. left Yes in 76. Mm. Kevin Keegan left Liverpool. The signs right. are
1: all there. They are they are it's interesting isn't it but all of a sudden there is that very definite sort of shift now, it, mm. i suspect a lot of it is to do with with cash sadly
0: yeah well that he probably went to hamburg kevin mm. keegan because of cash
1: well there you we know? are then yeah yeah it's yeah. a shame it's a shame my go-to comfort thing i was right, thinking I was this just week just about to ask my go-to comfort because i was i was thinking about this this week because i automatically went for it because i'm tired i was very tired um And I I always go for the same thing every time. So you go for... Go on. Can I have a go at predicting it? You can. Seeds of Death? Oh,
0: shit. Was it? That's all right. I'm
1: sorry if I stole your thunder, but I I love
0: your consistency.
1: Right, that's one of them. Okay, the Seeds of Death is beautiful, right? Mm. That's lovely, and that can just go on. But I love the reason why
0: it's your comfort thing. Which is what? Well, I mean, don't you want to tell the boys and girls? No, no, no. I think isn't it because your granddad bought it you? Yeah?
1: That's exactly it. Yeah, that's it's lovely. Got that. that's, that's a that's lovely what it is. reason. That to me, that's Christmas, nineteen eighty-six. Mm. Mm. Um, Eleven years old, and the poor bugger. When well, you know, he gave it to me twenty-five quid it cost, and that's you know that's your pension back then. That's lots um, now. I'm trying to work it out what it had been: at hundred and fifty pounds, or something. hundred and fifty quid. Yes, yeah, something like Ooh. that and god love him he sat down and, and he said how long's this half an hour and i went no two and a half and he went right okay <laughs> but i remember his mouth didn't move when he said that it was like right okay um and he he put up with it and he watched it fair play to him but no it, there's that one because um it's got the right sort of tension i mm-hmm. think because you know it's like it's it's got heightened tension you know there's there's a lovely sort of style of acting that we don't have anymore where you've got mm. people like Olaf Pooley who could oh, just you know yes. who did that wonderful sort of acting Miss Jones that sort of thing well we'll see Mr Sutton won't we and then <laughs> and everybody talks like that and it's totally acceptable but the absolute I think the go to thing because of course Seeds of Death two and a half hours go to thing Crossroads Noel Gorton's final episode beautiful oh that gets me if I'm tired that just <laughs> flicks a switch somewhere And I don't know what it is, but no, I do actually. People don't talk like that and people Mm. don't move like that or anything. And you get these lovely sort of like these moments where people will be having a discussion and it's all gone a bit ballsy. And then all of a sudden someone will turn and walk towards the door and without turning back, they'll go, well, we'll see about that, won't we? Mr. Livesley. <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> Nobody talks like that. They should talk like that. That would be lovely if people did. You do. do yes. You do. I do, yes. I do, I look to camera yes. three. Um, yes. But it's that sort of thing. And I think because obviously you've been very kindly recommending things made by Americans that I should watch on Netflix and that sort of thing. But I can't. Not
0: always made by Americans.
1: Yeah, usually, they've usually put some money in. But I can't watch it because it's that... You don't have that sort of lovely naturalism style, which we used to have, where people would just walk and turn to camera and then leave the room. These days, Well, that's
0: the style. That's the
1: same as, you know, in 1844, you'd write a picaresque novel. Exactly, but these days the style is realism. The conversations are real. They're like how we would talk if if we were having a row. Now, I I don't want to... Well, Tom Hardy doesn't act like that. Well, Tom Hardy looks like he should be fitting boilers So he doesn't count That's, that's hence his uh, broad appeal What, because he's a boiler fitter?
0: Well, because, you know, he just looks like a bloke, I suppose well exactly I don't want that. I want people with But the sp- ladies love him, so he can't look too much like an average bloke as The f-
1: ladies used to love Ronnie Allen with his spun golden hair and his Lambert and Butler voice. That's who we should have. So do
0: we think that maybe your the metric of whether you're attractive or not can be connected to the times you live in? Because Ronnie Allen there was a lot of sort of blokes who looked like him back then, wasn't there? If you know what I mean. I mean of that Yeah. No, yeah, I don't mean there were a lot of blokes who looked like him knocking about the streets. I mean, there were a lot of blokes who were quite famous,
1: who had his kind of, you know, look, Oh, yeah. I mean, you've got him, you've got Morris Perry, you've got, um, what's his name, Faulty Towers, Bruce... Per- um, uh, Basil Henson. Basil Henson. Yeah. And they've yeah. all got that look. And absolutely, yeah. that was sort of like, that was how men were meant to look.
0: Exactly. Whereas now, you're meant to look like a boiler fitter.
1: Exactly. And I don't understand that. What's happened? I can't imagine Jane Austen writing about boiler fitters seducing women coming out as they come out of a pond covered in fucking water from a central heating system. It's just, no... Well, I'm not so certain. I think she would be. Didn't she? Di-
0: was it? Was it? Am I getting mixed? up? I don't know Jane Austen's stuff right. at all. I know she wrote Jane Eyre and Pride and Prejudice. Mm. Am I right? Did she? She did. Is that correct? Yeah. Um, I don't. Know, I've never read, but the the Bronte stuff was very much like that. I mean, was Jane Her's stuff like that? You know, Heathcliff wasn't really. Um,
1: of the same social class was he as Cathy? I don't well, know. No, Heathcliff is like a wild animal. I mean, he's presented as a wild animal mm. from Liverpool when he first arrives. You know, he's been found wandering around the docks and taken back, but then he's he's rakish. He's mm. he's got that, as Billy Connolly said, windswept and interesting mm. sort of look. So. But I think that's probably to do with class, isn't it? That's probably to do with taking someone from that lower class and trying to better them and failing rather miserably in Wuthering Heights, of course. Um, But Mm. I don't know if you get... I think maybe it's just because you don't get people who look like that now, but it is the fact that you don't get people who talk like that. So when I watch anything modern, it sounds like my day. That's how people talk to each other, and Mm. I don't want that. And there was a lovely interview with, uh, with Mary Wilson... Um, wife of Harold Wilson mm. and she was talking about um, she was talking about Crossroads actually and she was saying what people don't want when they've had a hard day at the factory, as she puts it, which I love when they've had a hard day at the factory they don't want to come back to shouting and swearing and <laughs> four letter words and sex and she's quite bloody right I don't I want do. that. I know you do and I don't understand. I just want to come back and have people sort of like walking out of a room dramatically and then they turn over their shoulder just as they go and say, but I think you know what I mean, don't you? And leave. That sort of thing. That's acting. Well, it's theatrical. Well, it's It's naturalism. It's naturalism. Whereas now it's all got to be realism. And realism's boring. Realism's what we have every single day of our lives. Hence my recommendation of watching the acting of
0: Tom Hardy. He doesn't do it naturalistic or realistic.
1: Well, how does he do it? As though he's sort of like checking
0: your water pressure. No, I mean it's tempting to join in with this sort of line of reasoning. Uh, he doesn't. If you watch him in Peaky Blinders, oh. he's it's very, very interesting how he acts. It, it really is very idiosyncratic, and it's almost like he's not having a conversation with someone. He's he's outside of it. He's it's uh, interior more than realism. Well, it sounds it's, like it's Graham very Chapman. No, you'd or have to cook. see it. Mm. And, and I should imagine that his style of acting is proper Marmite. You know, you'd either be like, mm, nah, because it, it does walk that tightrope of, does this work? Doesn't it work? He's not always like that. You know, he does sort of the run of, run of the mill stuff. But if you watch something like Taboo, or you watch him in Peaky Blinders, he's very, very idiosyncratic and different. Mm. But I think, probably, it's the fact that, not just the ladies, I'm sure, but People find him very devilishly attractive. That uh, is more the reason for his success than his
1: acting uh, style. But that's
0: never been any different, has it? Well, no, Let's it's be never been any
1: different. No, I mean, to be fair, you've, uh, that's been around since God knows when. I mean, Shakespeare, you know, there's many a story about, you know, how Shakespeare and who was it? Um, Shakespeare and... Oh Christ I've completely forgotten but how they'd compete to uh, to go off with various ladies and things like that. Um go. so I suppose won't suppose maybe but but it's the acting it's the, it's just the the start maybe it's the writing and the directing and the performance and the way they come together. So all those things and and all the stuff you go on about the the technical differences exactly. in how it's made. But that's the thing, because it doesn't feel like every day. It doesn't feel like I'm going to run into these people in the street shouting and having a proper row. Mm-hmm. You know, I like a I like a row, which just feels like you know a well rehearsed row. Oh, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah, I love that.
0: But well, yeah, you know, you should enjoy the films of Sidney Lumet.
1: Then I've now hang on. What have I seen? Have you seen The Hill? Yes, uh, that's Patrick know. McGowan, isn't it? He's in there.
0: No, no, no. You're thinking of Hell Drivers.
1: No, no, no. Uh, who's in The Hill then? Sean in- Connery, Stanley yes. Baker, Roy Kinnear. Has it definitely got knock up? Michael McGoo Bryant. In? Right. It's a black and white. Yeah, yeah. I have seen it. I have seen it's it. It's a, a long time. It's a military prison. Yeah, that's right. No, I've seen it a long time ago. Mm, well, I must have another look film. at that.
0: Brilliant film. Have you seen The Ruling Class? No, I haven't. You must see The Ruling Class. Mm-hmm, cool. um, uh, I'm trying to think of his name. I watched the film this week. Medak. It's uh, either Sydney or Stanley Maidak. Let me just have a quick look on online. I know of uh, a Peter
1: Peter Maidak. Peter,
0: you're that. quite correct.
1: Yeah. Uh, the uh, Ghost
0: of Peter Sellers. Oh, now. He directed The Ruling Class as well. Right. Okay. Yes, Peter Maidak. Oh, Maydak, right. I'm okay. not entirely certain. What a great film that is. What a mm. documentary.
1: Yes, I think I shall have to see that one. You shall we, have let's to talk see about it. it.
0: Yeah. All those, not all those people, but the great majority of those people, even though it's only five years old, you know, have gone now.
1: Mm. These amazing people who are involved in the Mm. industry—it's so strange, isn't it? Now, because. The number of times that I'm putting on a DVD, and as far as I'm concerned, DVD is a brand new medium. Still, I can't imagine. Well, I can't accept the fact that it's been around about thirty years. I've got a DVD though, the original Five Doctors that I bought in two thousand. I was stunned. I know. Of course,
0: I've still got the W. H. Smith receipt in it.
1: Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. But it's been. A, but all those people you're looking at. You know, when you when you watch these making of documentaries, you suddenly go dead. Yeah. Dead. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. terrifying, really. It that is. These it wonderful is. people are no longer with us. But the flip side is, we managed
0: to get the accounts on record... We did. ...before they passed on, which is amazing.
1: Or before they were cancelled because they'd done something in 1971. Ooh, well, there's
0: all that. I mean, how do you go about that if people are on these accounts? I suppose you cut them for the Blu-ray, do you?
1: I suppose. I mean, no. No, you absolutely don't, do you? Well, there's not many in the Doctor Who world, is there? There's nobody, is there? No, nobody I can think of. I mean, you know, Hartnell could be a little bit fruity with his opinions on certain cultures, certainly. Well, he seems to be getting forgiven for them, you know. Mm, That's true, yeah. Season two Mm. box
0: set just came out with
1: (coughs) huge fanfare. Oh, that's true, yes, that's very true. So maybe he wouldn't be cancelled. Oh, he certainly would.
0: Uh, When you've watched the Maureen (laughs)
1: O'Brien interview on the season two box set. Oh, Christ, he would actually, wouldn't he? Very very much so. Have you got any nice things this week? (laughs) Nice things. Yes, I did. I've got a nice thing right here, and I've been wondering for a few days if I could predict your reaction, and I can't. I don't know if you'll think this is the best thing I've ever bought, or you'll hate it. I don't know, right? Wheel it on. Okay, eight quid, Okay. because my train was delayed, so I popped into sex, and it is the complete... Not including the 2007, because we don't include that episode. It's the complete, including the 1979 Christmas special of... To the Manor Born. Mm. Oh, no! Absolutely! Mm. What do you mean? <clears throat> well... <clears throat> oh, God. I hope
0: I'd like it. Uh-huh. Um, Love Peter Bowles. Mm. Love Penelope Keith. Mm-hmm. Um, who's her mate who's always hanging around? Angela. Angela Thorpe. I, I love her. Mm. Um, there's some great guy. Who's the guy with the white ear who always plays Vickers Who's in it?
1: Oh, uh, Gerald Gerald Sim. Yeah, and yeah, he's there. uh Brabinger. Brabinger, whose name has just gone out boy. my head. John Rudling. His name. Yeah, is John he's, Rudling. He's great value. He's brilliant.
0: Um, no, I'm not. Either of those reactions, I'm very much a on the fence with to the Man of Born. I've not watched enough of it. Oh, I only saw it as a kid. It was one of them things on a Sunday night you were sort mm. of forced into a scalding hot bath, yes. Whilst uh, mother was
1: allowed half an hour to watch it. Mm. No, no, absolutely. <clears throat> it's it's pure comfort to me this series. I mean, it's 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 just delightful. It is a warm cup of tea this program. Yeah. And it's just, the humour's the humor's gentle. There's nothing going to be offensive. And I remember as a child watching it, and of course, his real name is Puluvitska. His uh, mum was great, whoever she was. His mum was brilliant. Is she listed here? Uh, Daphne Hurd, who mm. is also in image of, the, image of the Fendal. She's the yeah. old woman in Image of the Fendal. Yeah. Um, oh, he's and, off again. Oh, there we go. There we go. Lots of pointing for you on this one. Um, Superb she's absolutely <coughs> wonderful but i just remember as a child being delighted at the fact that mrs Puluvitska uh was called mrs poo by penelope keith and it was the funniest thing i'd ever heard um i was delighted with that is so. she not also in all creatures Is mother the
0: woman with the pomeranian
1: Daphne, <laughs> is that is that Daphne Heard? I don't know. Is I'll it? have a look whilst you're uh, <laughs> whilst giant I'm, bunnying. Yeah, well, I'm doing my little dance over here, my little static dance. How do you oh, spell Heard? H U um, H E? H E A R D. Oh, Heard. Yeah, go on. Let's have a little look let's and see look. if she is. But um, Yeah,
0: I think she was also, um, you know, with Tricky Woo. Yeah, that's right. Uh, let's have a look. Uh, to the Manor Barn, play for today. Horace. No, I'm completely wrong, mate. She, oh. at least it's not listed in her stuff. Who who played Mrs. do uh, it have looked like her?
1: Yeah. Well, that's interesting. I don't know then. No, anyway. I don't. don't anyway, I there we like go. Her. So um so yeah, so so I got that. Did you oh I'm back. There we go. Hello. Oh, he's back. There we are. Um so I got that. Uh, did you get anything nice? Yes, I got quite a few things. Oh well. Then. Um, no, what have we got? Actually, well, I don't know what it was
0: this week, but I sort of I felt the need. To buy things. I can't hmm. quite remember what it was. I had a reason. And it was, you know, when you're doing it, it was kind of like a sort of spite purchase. It was like, I deserve things. Oh, no, absolutely, yes. I can't remember why, though. So hmm. um, I got myself, and it's a big one. Look at that bugger.
1: Hmm.
0: That must be a good three inches thick, that.
1: <laughs> For those this of is... you just listening to audio, we should point out, <laughs> <laughs> it is a book that we're talking term- the Richard Burton Diaries. The Richard Burton Diaries, oh, uh, which,
0: oh, if you go on Amazon, movie. they want 50 quid for. Bloody hell. And I got this for about four... Po- oh, bloody hell, there's a load of stuff in it. Okay, yeah. somebody's left some bits and bobs in it. Um, nice. I got this for a couple of quid on eBay. Excellent, eBay. that's good. Yeah. So I got myself that. Uh-huh. Uh, I got myself the uh, the Sweeney Toddler book.
1: Lovely. Um
0: who uh was drawn by Leo Baxendale in Shiver and Shake and Whoopee, mm-hmm. which um is wonderful. It's all mm-hmm. reprints obviously of those strips. Mm-hmm. Um had to not watched it yet, mm-hmm. got uh Doctor Who
1: the movie on Blu ray. Oh the T V movie, lovely. Yeah,
0: which you claim they don't know they no longer have the original well, Pretty I did a bit of,
1: I did a little bit of digging after you said did that. Did you find something? I can. Well, find... what I've found is basically nobody knows. Um, oh. The the chances are that what you might still have the original thirty five mil uh, film, but it's going to be locked in a vault somewhere at Fox. Um, but of course, the edit was all done on video. So the film was transferred and then the edit was done it was, So it was never an edited film oh, Because they God. needed to add all the CGI stuff So you would, if they ever find it You would be talking about doing a complete From scratch re-edit As a project um, for RTD Well I suppose so, yes that could be A lot of but, money uh, in this
0: now Yeah there is There is. Uh, <clears throat> my final, which I've not, I've not had a chance to look at any of this yet <clears throat> is the Rachel Roberts book "No Bells on Sunday," oh. which uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to. Um, that will be lovely. That'll yeah, be lovely. apparently um, it's very misleading. The title, "The Journals of Rachel Roberts," according ah. to the reviews, it ain't the journals of. It. It's it's more a straight bio.
1: Okay, but uh, yeah, so all of those
0: things are no, requiring lovely. my attention.
1: Yeah, I did. Get, I got one other thing because uh, I'm working. I'm working on a lovely project at the moment that I won't go on about because you know we don't want to tempt fate. But I did get a book on uh, the Aberfan disaster um, in 1966 uh, in Wales, when mm. uh, a coal tip went straight down a mountainside and uh, went through the junior school in Aberfan. 144 people dead. I think it was 108 kids uh, killed mm. by it. Um, And so I'm working on a project about that at the moment, which is kind of harrowing, but it's fascinating because I thought I knew about it. And of course you never do. If you think, well, I know about that. It turns out you don't. Um, And just the level of corruption that was going on is is staggering really. You know, we're talking about a disaster where they knew it was gonna happen. Three years before this disaster, people were writing to the coal Mm -hmm. board and saying, that bloody thing is gonna collapse at any point. And it did previously, and they did nothing about it, and then eventually it did. And then um, anybody who lost a child was offered £50 compensation. Oh, Me- Means-tested. Means-tested. Oh, so you would get the £50 if it was decided you would have grieved enough. But, of course, the Welsh are famously rather stoic in so many ways. Um, and so if you weren't uh, shown to be grieving... Uh, enough then you didn't get your 50 quid um, I think the other thing is of course at the end of this there was still I think six more of these giant hmm. coal tips above the village and they're like well get rid, get them gone and eventually the government said okay we'll get them gone you've got to pay for it so the people had had this disaster relief fund set up and they were told right you give a 150 grand please and we'll get rid so It's fascinating to read about. It's horrible to read about, but um, Mm. one of those things which I'm feeling a a little bit driven on, I think, really.
0: Have you ever heard about the kid who had the premonition about it happening? No. Yeah. I remember reading that story years ago. So one of the kids who died in it, Mm. she had a premonition, the time, it was going to happen, the date, everything. Oh, blimey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's one of those stories about, you know, precognition. Yeah. And oh, that's, that's, uh, that's one of the most compelling ones. This uh, young girl had the dream, and she was, like, begging her mum not to send her
1: the, to school that day. Oh, my God. Yeah. I hadn't yeah. heard of that at all. I shall look into that. Though, but, yeah, uh, have a look at that. Yeah, but no, it's absolutely, it's fascinating to look into, because, like I say, I thought I knew quite a bit about it, and then you suddenly go, bloody hell, I don't know anything about this, and it's horrifying what you don't know. I mean, the event itself was awful, but when you start going into the stuff that that's not really spoken about. My God, you understand why the village is still rather cross, I think. So I'm getting into all that. Yes, so there we go. Yeah, lovely mm. things there. Um, mm. Something that isn't a lovely thing is something you brought to my attention this week. Yes. Ooh. Yes, I think, uh, what what was it, in
0: the Telegraph? Or the it Guardian? was in the Telegraph. Yes, mm. and it's a uh, subject very close to your heart. I'll, I'll let you tell the boys and girls all about this. Because I didn't read the
1: article because it's behind a paywall. Right, yeah. So, um, oh, I I found a little thing, by the way, for paywalls. I'll send you the link. Well, I'll put the link on Twitter, actually, and you can just put anything into it as you pass the paywall. Um, Let me just scroll back. So, uh, Michael was very kind to send me uh, this uh, incredibly annoying, um, after you told me about the school named after Sir Francis Drake that has to change its name, apparently. Yes. um, Which is this. Here we go. William Shakespeare's tale of a king splitting up his realm between his daughters, King Lear, mm. um, it depicted as a strategy of divide and rule that was the core of empire, according to the latest talk in a series aiming to decolonize the bard's work.
0: Okay. All right. That's, uh, that's a lot to unpack.
1: Let's unpack it slowly, shall we? Mm, please so, do. So, well, we could start with the basics the whole okay. sort of decolonizing. Why? Why Why do we have to take things out to include things? Why can't we say that there's all of this work out there from other cultures? Bring it in. The more the merrier. I don't understand. It's not like we've, we've got no space for an author. Mm. Bring mm. more in. Surely that's the best thing to do here, I would have thought. Yeah. Um, but what the article is basically saying is that King Lear is about the core of empire. But it's not, is it? I mean, well, it, it it literally can't be, not when it was written and not when it was set. Well, this is the thing. <clears throat> and this is where I find myself getting jolly cross with this sort of thing because the empire. I mean, the empire only really is beginning at the end of the 16th century, isn't it? Um, late 16th century, and you're establishing a trading posts. That's all it is. Shakespeare wouldn't have known anything about an empire, but then you've got to go back before then because, of course, King Lear because he wrote it in 1606. But the original play, King Lear, spelt slightly differently, that comes out in 1594. So we're stepping further back. So less knowledge of empire. Then let's go right back. We've got to go right back to Geoffrey of Monmouth uh, with the history of the Kings of Britain, who is the first person to write the story of King Lear, claiming that uh, this actually took place in the eighth century. Um, at 1136 when that's published and claiming that Leah's around in the 8th century about you know well i mean rome is being established but we don't even have a roman empire when this is actually Are you talking all coming 8th century to the bc um awesome no no we're That's... talking 8th, 8th century ad he's talking about well the I roman think. empire thing. no no 8th century fell. bc sorry um but we've we've got to take what geoffrey says with a pinch of salt because he does say that uh, Britain was founded by the Trojans. Probably not.
0: I don't uh, know, you know, there is some argument for that. Go on. Yeah, I, I've read something in the past about that. It's to do with the Welsh language and its <coughs> similarity to which script is it now? Um Oh who was King Solomon? Where was that?
1: Um Isn't it
0: Syria or something?
1: Yeah. I want yeah, to say Persia, some... but if I say Persia, I'll get closed down or whatever Yes, they call you it. will. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Then so Persia, it's... don't care, bollocks to it. Anyway, yeah. go, 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 go on. Um,
0: <clears throat> so the sub similarity with script and stuff like that, mm. and there are a few other things about the Trojan thing. Well, because isn't... the world was a lot smaller than we imagine it. Mm. You know, people think, don't they, that people didn't travel back then? Oh God! Of course
1: they they did constantly. That's yeah. the thing. So yeah. it's not yeah. it's not at all impossible. I mean, we say it just because there's no mm. actual discovered, definite evidence yet doesn't mean that at all. But mm. we've got King Lear with the story dating back to 1136. And what gets my tits here so much is that they say it's about empire. That's so boring because what it's about, it's about man versus nature. It's about dementia. It's mm. about ageing. It's about being a shit dad. It's all these different things, so to speak. It's about empire. Well, one, it can't be. And two, that would be very, very boring, if it were. Mm. These people were writing about the human condition. There's no need to boil it down to your little obsession at the moment, which won't be the same obsession in 10 or 15 years anyway. It just won't be, because things move on so quickly. Mm. I find it... I find it so irritating that idea. I do find that whole idea that in some way we've got to get rid of these people and replace them. I find that infuriating. No, give me more people. Don't take these mm. ones away. Just add to the pile. That's fine, mm. you can do that. But we don't need to look for we don't need to look for insult, which seems to be I think that's what's happening with Shakespeare. People are determined to be outraged. We've got to-fense to archaeologists. Exactly. And that annoys me. Well, so you that...
0: know you're Shakespeare.
1: Mm. So if you say it's not, then
0: I'll go with that. It literally can't be. It's not it... what came across to me watching the
1: Olivier one. It it literally can't be. It's It can't be about empire. It can't be about the British Empire because there wasn't one. Mm. That's like there you wasn't well...
0: one for a playwright to even sort of contextualise through our story in the same way,
1: didn't you say Macbeth was done in order to flatter King James, yeah, that's the reason that that exists is basically to kiss King James's ass. So but there was just... no one to appease with a story that was a thinly veiled descriptor of empire. No, absolutely not. But this is where you always get these. It's like it's like the people who go Othello. That's about race. It's not. It's not. Shakespeare wouldn't have been so bland. I mean, that's why Iago is lovely, right at the end of the play. he's He has that, and I can't remember it word for word, but when he basically says, I suppose you want to know why I did it? I won't ever speak about a word again. <laughs> and that's it. You don't know. Except that we know that Othello shagged his missus. That's justification right there. It doesn't need yeah. to be about race. Iago's a tit, so he will throw insults, you know, about his look, about his lips, about all those things. But ultimately, to go, he hates him because of this. No, that's a current current obsession that we have. Mm. Why do we have to decide these people must have thought just like us? They were thinking about other things. Shakespeare was thinking about the human condition. He was aging himself. He's only 10 years away from death when he wrote King Lear. So that's what he's thinking about. His legacy, his children, and the fact that very soon his faculties are going to go. There's no need to make it about... Empire load of crap annoyed me that terribly as you know
0: yeah yeah I do know um mm. Iago is um doesn't Robert Stevens say he's the best character in Othello yes yeah and he yeah. is isn't he because the baddie's always the best one to play I don't know Othello whatsoever I'm I'm really so I'm only feeling my way through Shakespeare because of you oh I don't, I don't know a great
1: deal about him. Othello is beautiful. I mean, King, Lear is, King Lear is just like, mm, chef's kiss. Oh, watch um, that. Oh, Watch that. the Olivier one. The Olivier version, absolutely. I, I don't think you'd be able to find a full version of the Olivier Othello these days, to be fair. No, I should
0: not imagine you would.
1: No. But I'll watch anything with Diana Riggin. Oh, God. Absolutely. Especially
0: um, Diana in her 40s. Mm. When Was she's... she in a uh, head of garbler
1: time? Yeah.
0: Well, that's the thing. She's Hedda Garbler. She does that in the same year she does this. Mm. Or three years earlier, maybe. I can't think which. And she looks ten years younger. It's just, how do you even do that? Just amazing. It's it's her eyes. She Mm. does it with her eyes. Mm. I don't know what she does, but her eyes look younger. I can't even explain it.
1: Do you know what it is? I had a quick look, right? In Hedda, she uses her eyes and they are big wide Mm. eyes, but when she's playing in King Lear, she narrows the eyes down and she just goes, (coughs) just slits them. That's all that she has to do. But it changes the shape of her face Mm. beautifully. Um, Yeah, she's an amazing chameleon. Absolutely stunning. Yeah. Remarkable, remarkable stuff. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so I got jolly cross about all that, and I think you need Mm. to stop it at once. But then again, I was getting cross with people on Facebook the other day because someone on some bloody... Remember old telly? You know, those bloody groups. Oh, Spangles and Space Hoppers. All that posted a picture of Till Death Us Do part with, you can't show that these days. And there's me going, it's on tonight at nine o'clock. Why don't you know this? If you actually care, why don't you know it's on? Did you say that? Yes, I did. And? Got told to F off. Rude. Reported them. <laughs> strong arm, <clears throat> strong arm, strong arms back. He's back. I'm not having any of that. Absolutely not. Well, there's plenty for strong arm to chew on. There's an awful lot these days. Isn't there's there? an awful lot. Mm.
0: I must, I must have a look at um in sickness and in health. I keep wanting to have a watch
1: of that. It's a fascinating one, that mm. one, because um, first series. I mean, Dandy Nichols is not well at on, all now. in the wheelchair. um and I think by about episode five, she's basically just sat there with about three lines of Warren Mitchell's just talking yeah. all the way through. Yeah. And then she died after the first series. And then and this happened just before we went on on one of these groups, because there's a picture that's been put up and it's Warren Mitchell, um, Patricia Hayes, and I can't remember, uh, Carmen McSherry. And somebody underneath has put, where's Dandy Nichols? Except they didn't, they put word d d dandy knuckle and I went Well, I think I can translate that for you. There's a yeah. Dandy Nichols isn't there because she died after the first series. And this bloke has tried to type the words OMG. I'm really sorry, full stop, for your loss. Uh, well it's, brilliant. Not, it's not a personal thing, you're okay. I haven't thought how to respond to that one yet. It's just like oh, just go walk away. away. No Just walk away from that No. One. No, absolutely not. Oh, you're going to go back? I have to. I feel, I feel have compelled. To. Absolutely. You have to. Strong arm can't leave the scene of the crime. No, no. Absolutely not. I always
0: like in those situations to sort of, you know, if somebody says something, it's just like in other news, the Titanic sunk. I'm not entirely sure if if that is uh, entirely useful in this one. No. But I don't know how you can be arsed with the dickheads on the internet. I really, really. Really struggle with that one. It's a compulsion to shout
1: at them. I know, but why? Where I does it come know. from? I don't know because I can't be asked. I I find people sort of with all these weird views.
0: I, do I you don't know how many thick people there are out there? Do oh you? god, oh god, there are thousands. Do thick
1: you? Pe- right, there <laughs> are, but that doesn't excuse the fact that you can sit there and go, oh, they'd never show that these days. Well, it's on tonight. They're just it's... thick heads, though. So check. Before you say, they'd never show that, check on Sky. And you go, oh, it's on. Should we watch it? No, I'd prefer to complain. And then you start, well, they bleep the language. No, they don't. No, they bloody don't. Stop moaning. They're as bad as the people who want to get rid of King Lear. Both Mm. sides of the, All of them. No, absolutely not. I'm fed up with these people. You
0: can't change. You can't fix all the thick people. You should realise that. You'd be better off putting Barry Lyndon on, Mm. right? Pouring yourself another pint of piss. And just chilling out. Very nice, right. yeah it, is, it looks it, dear. Lovely, yes, yes, I'd, I'd see a doctor. <laughs> um, that's how my dad went. Um, <laughs> not that I've ever met him. Um Just fuck them. Who cares? Who cares? You're like Bill Hicks was. Bill Hicks was obsessed with shouting about thick people. And mm-hmm. it's it, hilarious. I'm not saying it's not funny. Mm. You know, I love his bit where he's on about have you ever been have you ever noticed in these restaurants or these diners or summer there's no there's just pictures on the menu so you can just uh, uh,
1: <laughs> just point at what you want. Yeah. You know, um uh, like people who buy a bucket of chicken. Absolutely. Oh, that stuff. Have you ever eaten KFC? Once.
0: Horrid, innit?
1: it? Absolutely vile, but I can cope with that. It's the fact that it's served in a bucket and they call it a bucket. Mhm. Common. Yeah. I common. know it's it's very That's, common. Oh, it's so common. But it also doesn't taste nice. It doesn't taste nice at all. It tastes no. uh, like the melted down hush puppies. It's disgusting. Yeah, it's horrible stuff. Ugh. Yeah. No. Don't no. I don't want any of this sort of thing in my life. So I don't know why I confront it because I find it I find it offensive on every level. I find the people who are saying, Oh, I can't have Shakespeare because I've made a thing up. No. I find the people who go, Oh, the BBC won't show that now. They've just released it on DVD, mate. They would show it. It's just they won't show it because nobody watches repeats of old sitcoms in 4.3. Buy the DVD if you're that arsed. I find mm. them equally offensive. I, do, I don't know. I think I just need to live on a small island away from everybody. All you have to do is just log off. It doesn't matter. I know it doesn't, but it does at the same time. Does it? Why no. does it? Though? No, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It doesn't actually matter. No. It's a f- but it's grossly offensive. Yeah. Don't you find? Offends you? No, I don't it, it, care. That that doesn't offend you? No, I don't care. These people are coming. They will come <laughs> for you, and at some point, they will go. Oh, we don't like Vivian Stanshall. Who's who's? Oh, there's somebody called Michael Livesley who's done a stage play. Out he goes. Out You'll he go. goes. Yeah, You'll be yeah, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: in which case, I will have deserved it, won't I? Yeah, that's true. Actually, I yes. will have deserved it because I sort yeah. of, you know, shouted my adoration from the rooftops. Yes. I don't know. I don't really care, to be quite honest with you. I spent, I served my apprenticeships before social media on forums such oh, as yeah. the Mausoleum Club and all that uh, stuff. And I used to, oh, I had to win the point in those arguments. Yeah. And they were people who knew what they were talking about. Mm. You know what I mean? But why don't bad. you feel the need now? What's changed? I don't know. I think, I don't know. I don't drink anymore, so there's that. Right, okay. I think that alcohol could have played quite a role in right. Well, yeah,
1: I On don't drink internet. anymore apart from piss, obviously. Apart, just the odd pint, of piss, just, well, pint. But yes, I, I,
0: mm, mm, no. I, I am glad you do it. I'm glad you do it. I feel I have to. Will you keep me up to date with that? you educated me about Andrew Tate this week? Oh, I wouldn't know all about that if you hadn't
1: educated me. Oh, that he's common. <laughs> He is. He's just common. That's the thing that I find most offensive. He's common. <laughs> and rich. Common. Yeah, rich through being common. Somebody yeah. who's actually says, hey, do you want to know how I got rich? Send me 50 quid and I'll tell you. And people go, oh, all right then. What? you? Uh, That's how you get rich. Exactly. It's how,
0: oh, God. Just taking 50 quids off mugs. Oh, people are Thick. Have you
1: gone after any of his uh, acolytes or whatever they call them? Oh, a couple of them. But the trouble is that they all try to impersonate his speech patterns. and oh. then, But that's just too easy because you try and sort of, you have a little go at them. And yeah. they immediately go, oh, don't care. And they block you. They're no fun. They're no you fun. need, sorry? No, I'm just going to say they don't like him that much, do they? Because they don't defend him. As soon as you go, well, hang on a moment. What about this? They go, oh, block <laughs> fannies, <laughs> absolute fannies. I think your world would be far, far more enjoyable if it
0: was just. I think you should settle down, to put Waterloo on, or Barry Lyndon, or maybe uh, Guy Ritchie's latest, The gentleman's great. No, film. no, and just chill out for the night. Well, I might do that with To the Man of Born. There you go. There you go. An evening with Peter Bowles, oh. right? As it just resets
1: everything. Imagine if that was on at the theatre, and even oh. with Peter Bowles. No, don't. Oh. You don't. No. <laughs> just Peter oh, Bowles. Fucking I bet he did it as well, you know. I bet he I'll did bet you he stuff did. like that. Somewhere down in Hampshire, he'll have done that. He'll have done something like that. Just but like but, a uh,
0: local thing to raise money for summer. Exactly.
1: Oh, God. Oh, I want to see that. Oh, by the way, we, we got something completely wrong last week, and somebody oh, contacted me on Twitter to tell me we got it wrong, right. um, which is the Epiphany. Uh, we got it completely wrong as to what it was. Oh, I? What yeah. is it? I can't remember. So I
0: thought it was the three kings and the baptism. No, no,
1: no. It's... That's it. It's just the baptism. It's yeah, the that's baptism. That's what we said.
0: Well, no, this person said we didn't. No, if you go and listen back to it, the person who said we were
1: wrong, I said mm-hmm. it's the baptism of Christ. You sure? Absolutely. Right, I should be having words on this one. Right, Strong needs to get involved here. Yes, oh, corruption. Can find the clip, dear. This is corruption, I think. Yes, I did right. read
0: some. Since that it was about the three kings or something, and I thought that's what you were going to say. He was going to, or she was going to say it was the three kings. But as far as I know, as I said during the episode, it's mm-hmm. the baptism of Christ.
1: Ah, oh, well, there we are. Yeah. Who did it? I don't know.
0: Oh. Maybe the three kings. Maybe they I've did. no idea. Maybe,
1: maybe, they maybe, did. maybe, maybe bless, they did. Blessed him with the uh, Frankenstein. Yes,
0: Blur, gold Frankenstein and girl. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I've had a little Christmas anyway, as the uh, Orthodox
1: Church call it, with oh, my yeah.
0: uh, little treats for myself. You have, absolutely,
1: fully deserved. Oh, I got a record as well. Ah, which, yeah, I have got a little record, um, which is the Bell Orchestra. I love them. I mm. genuinely little. Uh, they're, they're from Montreal. Um, and there's, I think there's seven of them playing a variety of instruments. Mm. And they do this lovely thing where they just improvise for about four hours and cut the record from the impro. Um, and they nice. did one in lockdown when they were stuck in Hamburg after couldn't get a flight back. I think I heard that one. Oh, it's beautiful I you, stuff. I think you played it me. I think I did, yeah. Where they just all, they just took a separate room in a big house in Hamburg mm. and they just jammed for hours while they were locked down and they cut a record from that. Um, and so now they've just released, uh, <laughs> I love the title, Recording a Tape, The Colour of the Light. I mean, really, beautiful. that's a pretentious I love the title. cover. Oh, the artwork is absolutely stunning, isn't it? Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Lovely nice. record. Um, it's all on YouTube, uh, on the official channel, I should say. So it's the Bell Orchestra, which is uh, B-E-L-L-O-R-C-H-E-S-T-R-E, like orchestre. Um, well worth a listen. Absolutely beautiful. I need, to, I need to hear
0: more. I need to get some new music as well. Mm. That's something I need to address. because I've been buying a lot of old stuff lately. Mm. Um, and for someone who said we didn't mention the show in London. Oh, we yes. We didn't say what it was and where yeah, it was. Yeah, we didn't say what
1: it was, where it was, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, it's
0: coming yes. up. Yes. So it's the Vivian Stanchel 80th birthday party at the mm-hmm. Union Chapel Islington on the 23rd of March. Uh-huh. And that's being promoted by AGMP. So I think if you go to agmp.co.uk, you'll be able to find tickets and things yes. there. And it'll be
1: a, a lot of work. I it'll mean, be a... it'll be a great night. But you know yes. what? If you pop down, then we'll yeah. be there. What more yes. could you want? Yes,
0: that's right. Want? Yes, yes.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, it'll be fun. I think it will be, yeah. yeah. Like you say, an exhausting lot of work, but a lot of fun and i'm yeah, certain yeah. we'll be talking about this on twitter which you can find us mm. at nice things show and i'm there at paul carmichael v my colleague is there as at michael livesley um and obviously as we always say if you wouldn't mind popping onto itunes yeah yes uh, give us a, a little review because if you give us five stars the algorithm I don't know, um I'll tells people rhythm. to listen yeah something can i like dance Give it a bloody good go. Algorithms, Rhythms, it is. There you go. That's what yes, we want. Yes, yes.
0: Well, before we leave, I think it's going to... It Burr's reading again, because mm. it's so delightful. Go on. There we go, OK. <laughs> it was in the reign of George II that the above-named personages lived and quarrelled. Good or bad,
1: handsome or ugly, rich or poor, they are all equal now. A man dressed as Kubrick enters the stage and everyone kicks him to death.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we hope you have a lovely week at home and enjoyed whatever that was. And yep. until the next time... A Goodbye. Bye-bye. <laughs> nice Things, The Antidote to Modern Living
1: i <laughs>